Bam 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 everybody welcome back to go help yourself it's a comedy self-help podcast to make, to make life, life suck less i'm lisa, lisa linky that's I'm misty stinnett and, and this is our are about about to talk to you <laughs> this is not a normal episode no we are not going to review a book indeed that is a normal episode that comes out on fridays this is a weekly beef. That's right. Uh, it's our shorter, sweeter episodes. And by the way, I don't like the use of the word normal. Oh. It's not our typical episode. It's not the uh, one where we review a self help. I don't like the use of the word typical. Okay. This is a different episode. I don't like the use of the word different. This is a Tuesday episode. episode. <laughs> so this is the weekly beef where we check in on homework from the previous um, full length episode. Listen, you know the deal by now. And if you don't, you're in for a rough ride. Okay. So we do trivia. Get on the, we do get on the cow and ride. Thought provoking questions. Mm-hmm. We. Um, um, have done the history of self help. We homework check in. People, it's our time. It's our to, time to we're free let to be you and me and fry is what I started to let say. Let loose and fry chickens, free and fancy because free. We save the beef. Here we go, guys. Thank you. Where's the beef? Here's the beef. Here's the thing. Last episode, we covered the four agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, and we assigned we both covered it, which was a delight. Yeah, and we assigned each other the homework of um, don't take anything personally. Yeah, agreement number two. Um, so we decided that we would pay attention this week and see if there was anything that happened uh, that we felt like it was personal, and then if we could kind of. Pay attention to the moment and decide not to take it personally. And Misty, did that happen to you? So, you know, it's interesting. I actually, I think I misinterpreted the homework a little bit. Um, I You went around being very insulting towards people I and then was, said, don't take I it personally. I was trying to figure out how everyone was conspiring against me. No, I thought it was more about um, even when good things happen. Don't take them personally. Yeah, like I when someone, because, you know, that's something he talks about is like, even if someone's like, you're amazing, you're wonderful, you're great. Like, don't take it personally. Right. Yeah. So um, um, I I was trying. So they, they promoted you and you were like, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's not like I was like taken aside and showered with compliments at any point this week. But anytime anything like pretty good happened to me or something exciting happened or I started to be like, I just kind of was like, you know what? Cool. That's a cool thing that's happening. All right. Moving on. How do you you feel like that impacted your life and your mood this week? Um, I feel like it kept everything pretty even. And actually, surprisingly, for the first time, I was able to enjoy um, some potentially exciting news or like really live in... Because I have some opportunities coming up, and who knows if they will actually pan out sure. to the kind of work I want to do or the kind of deals I want to make. But um, but I was, for whatever reason, able to just go, I'm really enjoying this part of the process and, like, enjoying and trying to celebrate, like, making it this far and not, like, going ahead to, like, oh, let me not get excited and – uh, you know, in order to protect myself from maybe the outcome I don't want. Oh, I understand. Because I was able to just go, you know what? I'm not taking it personally. And because it's not about me, I can, I, interestingly, I can That's enjoy really this cool. moment a little bit more. That's really cool. I um, often 
I think live too much in that space when good things happen. And I'm like, oh, that's just the way that's just the way the cookie breaks, you know, and today I got the the larger share of the cookie. And my mom and my best friend will be like, no, stop and celebrate because this is something really cool that happened. Right. Yeah. So um, I, I like I, I think that's great. It's cool how it how that really impacted you. Well, I like kind that. Of, I th- yeah, it's interesting. When I think as I'm processing it out loud in this moment, when things are about me, I don't want to celebrate. Mm. But when I take me out of the equation and I go, look at this cool opportunity and I make it about like the project or the person in front of me or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm able to celebrate it then. I think maybe that's what happened is like, oh, if it's not about me, then I'm free to celebrate that. That's really If it's cool. about me, I feel more like shame or self-consciousness being mm-hmm. like, oh, tooting my own horn, you know, as opposed yeah. to just being like, that's a cool moment. That was a cool phone call. That was a cool connection I just made. That's I awesome. love that. I love that. There yeah. is a piece of me that's like, Ugh, I really want women to be comfortable tooting their own horns, right? I think I think we should be too. And I think we all should be able to say, here's what I love about myself and here's what my yeah. strengths are and here's what I want and that's cool. And this thing happened for me because I'm a fucking badass. Yeah. And as a very quick side note, um, so my friend Corey reminded me about this episode of um, Super Soul Conversations with Oprah Winfrey and there's one where Mindy Kaling and Reese Witherspoon Spooner on because they were all in a wrinkle in time. Miss Who's It and What's It and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. From um, the Ava DuVernay movie. And um, Reese Witherspoon has this moment where she talks about how women are expected to be effortless mm-hmm. and how how ridiculous it is that we try to appear like we're doing this with no effort. And she also talks about like, why are we ashamed to appear ambitious or why do people bristle um, when women try to be ambitious? So uh, it's a really... Listen, ask the country about that in 2016. I know, but the way Reese puts it into to words is really well said oh, and cool. awesome. So I recommend that. Nice. But, um, but Lisa, how was your experience? Listen, it was great. I was... Humming along, I had this experience twice this week, actually. And um, I was like, oh, that is not about me. That is not about me at all. Oh, good. And I didn't take it personally. In a positive way or negative way? Um, both negative. Oh. Um, I think I would have, in a, in a different mental space, mm. been, like, really unhappy about it mm-hmm. or felt really attacked um, and so I was kind of glad we had this homework because I was like, oh, yeah, that's totally about this person. And I think in a very calm state, which I was for both of these, I knew immediately that that was not about me. Great. But sometimes you're just not at your best. Or or you're not actively in the back of your mind, like, like procuring this awareness yeah. of, oh, I've got to remind myself it's not about me, you know? Yeah, and I just think, you know, sometimes you're in a new situation or sometimes it's a very important situation and you aren't at your best because there's it's high stakes or you have a lot of nerves or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. And so, um, but I just, for whatever reason, was able to know, yep, that is not about me and that is A-OK. And every time it kind of cropped up, is that about me? I was like, no, that's not about me. I love that. Yeah. This, yeah, this feels, it feels like a really helpful agreement. It is. I do think that um, it is, it is nice, and yet I feel like my background in therapy makes me want to really investigate why I have those feelings when they come up. So oh, yeah. I don't want to skip over that 
trigger that I have and that response that I have. Yeah. Because I want to be curious and stay curious about that and figure out why I have that response as opposed to just like, well, it's not about me. I don't have to worry about it. Right. Right. Of course, because then you really could truly not take things personally if you understand where it's coming exactly, from. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Are you ready for my thought-provoking question for you? Provoke me, baby. So I love these. And um, my friend Allie, who has her master's degree, um, Allie, I'm sorry that I don't remember the the full name of your degree, but it's basically about, like, how art helps us heal. Art and therapy? It com- yeah. Well, I don't think it's in art therapy. It's uh, something special from the University of Florida. But um, – um, she's now working full time in this field, and she said that she really loves our thought provoking questions because in grad school they 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 call them provocations, and they actually do exactly J'accuse. this. J'accuse, merci. Je provoque. Je provoque your um, questions. Okay, are you ready, mm-hmm. Lisa? Misty, how do you forgive yourself when you make a big mistake? Oh, I never do. Oh, great. Okay. Well, yeah. that's the end of this episode, Thanks everyone. For Thanks, guys. <laughs> Want to get in touch? You know you do. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that's a great question. I'll answer this by starting off and saying that I never used to be able to. To forgive yourself. Ever. Once when I was taking writing lessons. Uh, writing or uh-huh. writing? Writing. Um, I'm a great writer. Like Thank on you. a horse? Yeah. I was taking English uh, English saddle riding lessons um, and I was jumping uh, in, a, in a ring. My brother and his friend came to pick me up because my mom couldn't that night for whatever reason. And they were sitting watching. And my horse jumped over a fence. Um, I, I, I went over one and then... That horse was so used to just right and going over that she went over another fence. And um, the the instructor got so mad. She screamed at me because she was terrified because I wasn't supposed to go over that fence. Oh. Was it like a bigger, taller? Uh-huh. Mm. It was like a four-foot fence, and I was going over like two-feet fence. Okay. She screamed at me. And um, I know now she was screaming because she hadn't taken care of things because— the one, the one fence I was going over was very close to the second fence. Got it. Right. So she was yelling at her. She was scared for your, your she safety. Was scared. She was mad she at She was herself. angry. Yeah. All the, she was caught off guard yeah. because I had just started jumping and I didn't, I didn't know my and my horse had been was like you know I was on Penny who was like that you just put anybody on Penny and she'll get you and through it. And she's great. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so Penny just did what Penny did. Penny's a pro. Penny's like, there's another fence in front of me. I just jump over yeah. it. So um, I was so mortified that I had been yelled at. How old were you? Probably 10. Okay. Eight or nine, mm, 10. Tender. And uh, thank you. And my brother and his friend were like laughing and they drove me home. And my mom was like, how was writing? And my brother was like, her, you know, teacher fucking balled her out for going over a fence. My mom was like, what happened? And I was like, I want to talk about it. You know, oh, like, Lisa. And I mean, for years I would think about that and just feel the shame. Right. So I think it was when I, I think it was an inability to process shame. Yes. And then it took a long time and I would still have that feeling, right? Like at 20, I would still have that feeling of that incident. Oh. So I think it was just an inability to process shame. And now that I have an ability to process shame, yes. it's much easier for me to forgive myself. And I can talk about it with people and I can say what I'm feeling. And when I say that, especially having gone through group therapy, hearing my friends and my close confidants say to me, you have nothing 
to be sorry about. You did nothing wrong. The way you're feeling is how anybody would feel. And I've made that mistake, you know, just that isolation is gone. And so I feel like that's a much bigger piece of it for me. Um, There are very few things that I haven't forgiven myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think most of it was rooted in shame previously. That is so insightful. That sounds like such a fucked up moment. I mean, that sucks, you know. Well, and also, you were you were safe. It's not like you fell off the horse. Like, yeah, lady, calm down. And like, I mean, she did say a good lesson. Like, you never go over a jump that you're not planning. Like, it, it was a good lesson. But you know, there's another way to teach that lesson. Sure. And also, I recognize she was an adult. She was scared. It caught her off guard. You know what totally. I mean? Totally. It is what it is. But yeah. I didn't have the tools yeah. to process that moment. Well, and isn't it interesting how, because I think everybody has a few of those moments that, like, they still punch us in the gut when they come to the front of our minds, even if they're 20, mm-hmm. 30, 40 years ago. And they you can know. be very small. They can be like, I remember a thing I said to my friend's wife when I went to visit. She opened the door, and I just said it in a weird way. And I was in therapy, but I just said, like, you look so great for just giving birth. And what I meant generally was, like, I can't believe how good you look. Yeah. It just came out in a weird way. Yeah. And I didn't know her well enough to go back and say, I'm sorry. That sounded weird. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. just— just little things like that. That pop up out of nowhere. You were, yeah, absolutely. And who, who can care? I know, but isn't it interesting how we can continue to harbor these negative feelings or beat ourselves up for it or stay in this, like, our bodies physically go back to have a chemical reaction as though we were back in that moment with those yeah. burning feelings. Yeah. So, oh, I'm much better now, I will say. I'm much better now after having gone through therapy. Like, right. I can talk myself through it. I can positive talk myself through it. And also, I do really believe, like, look, if somebody is that upset with me they need to come to me yeah because I can't don't take it personally and I can't I can't be in control of your reactions which is amazing as someone who is mature and has worked through all of this and has the vocabulary and the scruples for this but if if you're in your early 20s, yeah. if you're in your teens, if you're just – or whatever age you are, if you're just starting on the self-help journey, maybe you don't have all those tools at your disposal. So um, would you like to hear what a Huffington Post article has to say? No, I'm good. Okay, great. So <laughs> I'm going to share it for those who do. So please, please. Here's, so, um, here's advice on learning to forgive yourself and moving forward from Jay Shetty, a motivational speaker and former monk focusing on emotional wellness. Mm-hmm. And I'll put the link to this article in show notes if you awesome. want to read it. So um, Jay says, it is absolutely natural to feel guilt, shame, and pain if you've hurt someone, offended a loved one, argued with a coworker, or are just not happy with yourself. Forgiveness is not about just letting go of those feelings, but about dealing with them in a construction in a constructive manner. Mm-hmm. As the saying goes, it's not the load that breaks you down, it's the way you carry it. Mm. I'd never heard that saying before, and it really struck a chord with me. It's not the load that breaks you down. It's the way you carry it. Yeah. Um, there's that. My dad sent me an email recently, which he's retired now, so he's doing that more. <laughs> of, like this woman was in front of a like seminar, and she was holding up a glass of water that was half full, and everybody expected her to say, is it half full or half empty? But she said— um, will this hurt if I carry it? Like, how long can I hold this? You know, and will it be hurtful? And she was like, you know, if I hold it for a minute, no. If I hold it for an hour, you know, I'll be in pain. But if I hold it for a day, you'll have to call 
the ambulance. Yeah. So it's like how long you carry your problems. Yeah. And not unburdening them and getting rid of them. So yeah, yeah. I think he's absolutely right. I love that saying so much. Um, so he says the simple act of moving forward can benefit you in the long run. Studies show that an inability to self-forgive can play a role in anxiety and depression. Below are a few steps you can take to learn to let go of your self-resentment. This is a process and you should take as long as you need at each step, but remind yourself that you must move forward. So step one, according to Jay Shetty, is acknowledge your emotions. Mm-hmm. Feel free to acknowledge how you feel and how you've made someone else feel, if if that is the case. Allow yourself to observe your reasons, justifications, mm-hmm. and self-blame. Mm-hmm. So just be like, all right, this is what's happening. Um, Step two, accept what happened. Accept responsibility for what you've done. In this stage, you may want to move away from your excuses, justifications, and blaming others and how that may have affected you. Without accepting responsibility, any form of self-forgiveness will be naive, immature, and hollow. Which feels very gay Hendrixy, but mm-hmm. but right, it's like so. Like in your example, it's like, okay, well, maybe your horse did take the lead, you know. But is you know, is there responsibility you can accept in maybe not talking with your instructor afterwards and going, please don't talk to me like that, or or stopping the horse or whatever <laughs> small moments at eight. Yeah. I know, <laughs> so, right? It's not a one size fits all, exactly, right? So, exactly. Um. So once you've accepted what happened in step two, step three is adopt a new way of thinking about the mistake. Mm -hmm. At this stage, you want to adopt an empathetic mindset as opposed to a self-blame mindset. Feeling negative doesn't empower you or motivate you to make the changes that are needed to avoid feeling like this in future. If you carry old bricks from your past experiences, you can only build the same house that fell apart in the first place. You are more likely to repeat a mistake if you don't learn from it and learning requires requires empathy and compassion. When a child falls over, it is lifted up with love, empathy, and compassion to try again. We must practice this with ourselves. Mm -hmm. And sometimes uh, something that's helped me in the past, I don't do it often um, because honestly, I don't remember to do it, but like you can imagine yourself as a little kid who's made this mistake Mm -hmm. and forgive yourself, like literally talk to yourself Mm -hmm. and say like, and in your case, you were a little girl, Mm -hmm. you know, and just Mm -hmm. say like, it's okay. You didn't know. Mm -hmm. And you do know for next time. Yeah. When I see a toddler fall when they're trying to walk, I say, you're so stupid. Why don't you know how to walk yet? I say, you're fucking dumb. How are you going to get anywhere in life? I bet you poop your pants still. Oh my God. You good for nothing. What are you even doing? Yeah. So that's how I talk to myself. Yeah. Except we're always like, oh my God, good. You took a step before. Before you fell, you know, no, it's like a totally I mean, I really do talk to them like that. I bet you do. You seem like it. <laughs> Step four is atone for the error. Remind yourself that the greatest way of forgiving yourself and overcoming all your pain, doubt, and guilt is transforming your behavior. Real atonement is change in our intentions and actions. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, what's the value in a mistake if we don't learn for next time? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's always the silver lining. Um, and step five, the final step, is appreciate your progress. Take time to appreciate that you can overcome your guilt, self-blame, and feelings of pain. Appreciate that you can make changes in your life to avoid similar experiences in the future. Appreciate that you can create a new way of living. I love that. I do want to say, having been in a toxic relationship, Mm. it takes time for you to truly understand what is something you have done that was egregious or offensive and what is something that the other person is making you feel like you did wrong. Yes. Thank you. So these steps are great, but only I would put a precursor. Like the pre-work is identify if you have truly 
If it's uh, a clear-cut mistake. Yeah, or if yeah. you've clearly made somebody feel, uh, if you've made an error. Because often in toxic relationships, the other person makes you feel like you have hurt their feelings simply for existing. Yes, and it's not about, it's not actually about you, it's and about you them. you do not and, need to yeah. atone for that. Exactly, which is an important caveat, and I'm glad you brought it up. So I think this is like, oh, I had an outburst at my sister. Yeah. You know, for some, like, if I'm the one perpetuating that dynamic, like, yeah. then I can go, okay, so that's on me. And my responsibility is that I didn't leave enough space to be in a calm place, you know, et cetera, yeah, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I love That's that great. distinction. Nice job. Thank you. So I, I, you know, it's also hard for me to forgive myself and mistakes. So I'm going to try these steps the next time it happens. But Oh, I have a, I have a shorter um, step if you'd great, like it. Yeah. You just call the person up and you say, don't take anything personally. And then you hang Thank up. You. <laughs> and you know what I bet they'd say back to you? Life, Life is, is abundant. abundant. Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less, was produced by Misty Stinnett, Lisa Linky, and Matt Sav. Our theme song was also written by Matt Sav. He's amazing. <laughs> do you want to get in touch? You do. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And you know, you can also find us on the social medias, Instagram at gohelpyourselfpodcast, Twitter at ghypodcast, or check out our website, gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. And if you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes to help other people discover our show. It's really the least you can do. And why don't you tell all of your friends? Bye! Bye.